Hey there, everybody. If you listened to last week's episode, you might have heard us say that the um, the calling platform we used last week when we recorded was Google Meet, which provides uh, real-time automatic closed captions to your call. And um, we had been using this uh, with some friends recently, and we thought it was very funny. So um, just a reminder that what we did for this episode that you are about to listen to, if you are still so inclined is um, we took the the live transcript from episode 114 and we just read it out. Um, so it is nearly identical except for little odds and ends here and there that were transcribed incorrectly and um, in some cases very humorously. But yeah, I just wanted to give a heads up at the top here in case you... Um, felt like you were losing your mind when you started to hear the same thing, um, but just a little different. <laughs> also, in case you wanted to skip this because it's yeah, yeah, it is what it is, what it is. Um, so yeah, if you if you do listen, uh, enjoy. I guess here we go. Hello. Nope. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 114. 114. The big 114. No notes. No notes. I, I, every time I, every time we start an episode, I don't know why I feel like compelled to do this like number joke bit, but I have, but I never have anything good to say about a number because. Yeah. Once every, like, 18 numbers. What could it? There's something, like, vaguely interesting about that number. Yeah, so I'm... What if... Yeah. What is Robots on Typewriters? I don't know. What is it? That's my job. You better find out what it is. It's it's a podcast that we make, and we talk about all the fun, creative, entertaining things that people make using computers and AI and procedural generation and other stuff like that, machine learning. Do you ever, when you say machine learning in a certain way, usually the, does the, usually during the opening, does it have this, like, does it have the same, like, feeling as saying Lorraine Newman to you, or is that just me? Machine learning? No. Okay, so we, yeah, we have two segments on this show. They were both read, they were both named. Average read to us we can't read and they were both named by random generator from randomless.com and our first segment is the zesty hat where one of us shares something that we would like to share with class and then the second segment is the trashy toy where we play a game with some of the tools that we talk about frequently now before you go any further i want to hop in and say we're doing yes something a little different this week we are using Google Meet as our yes. calling platform, which means we have live closed captions of our conversation. Yes. We're probably going to riff on the errors it makes throughout the episode, and soon, possibly before this, possibly after this, there might be a bonus episode where we just read back the transcript, and it's like a slightly cursed version of this episode. Yeah, that I did like right, right up at the top at the hellos. I like nearly cracked because for some reason it put nope in front of mine. You said hello and then I said nope, hello. I missed that. I think I was getting my screen set up. Um, it's lawnmower day for somebody. That's great. Um. Oh, the best part about this being transcribed is that the bits that would normally be cut out get stay in the I cut out transcript. True, but yeah, it is my turn to put on the zasty blue and to put on this. There's asking blue and the zesita. Exhaust, exhaust influence, sexy hat. Yeah, it is my turn. Sexy hat. This is going to be rough. Um, I am going to, uh, wow, there is just really loud lawnmower right now. I'm going to try to give it a minute because it might get farther away. Or it might get smaller, giving the illusion that it's further away. It would just get, <laughs> it would just get higher pitched. We sound like a blender. I like the transcription. We we oh, I think it's getting louder. Said L Golden on a roller coaster. Jesus Christ, L Golden Pony Boy. We I don't even think I said Jesus Christ. I think I just cleared my throat. Interesting, but 
Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it is my turn to put on the zesty hats this week, and I'm going to take everyone back to one of my favorite places, and that's Allison's Twitterbot Corner. I went to the to a favorite Twitter of mine, the BotWiki. It's a great resource for finding Twitterbots and other kind of, you know, automated, automated, creative things. It's at botwiki.org. So good. Dot spilled out. That's the Twitter handle, and it's also a website. That I don't know the URL to, but it's the bot way. I think it's probably about wiki.org. It probably, it, that's a good point. I had to guess. Um, so I, I found a little handful of a couple Twitter bots that I wanted to share. The first one that I'm going to talk about is something called Cinematic Echo that I don't have pulled up for some reason. Where do you go? I'm excited. Hmm. This is going to be Alexa acting out famous movie scenes. Um, not and no, actually, no. <laughs> Cinematic Echo at Cinematic underscore Echo. The description is, the bot matches tweets with sentences spoken in movies to show how fictions produce effects of the real possible by the work done at open subtitles. So what it is, is it's the kind of Twitter bot where it like, you know, scans Twitter for when somebody tweets specific words and then it retweets that tweet with a quote from a movie that is those exact words, you know. So for example, one of the recent tweets is that the tweet, the original tweet is somebody saying, what am I going to do without you? And then it retweeted it with from Broken 2012, uh, I don't know what that is, but the quote is, what am I going to do without Interesting. you here? That one was uh, very interesting. Let me try to find uh, like a movie I've heard of, maybe. That's interesting. Well, you really see how many like common idioms people say all the time. Right. Oh, oh, I love this um, original tweet. I believe you are a truly a jellical cat. And then I don't even, it was from. What movie? Cats 2019. I believe you are truly a jellical cat, a dear little cat. Oh, ew. Was this from the, that I think it, it was then the lyrics that follow are, that, the, then the lyrics are, follow me home if you dare to, I wouldn't know it's from the fucking Taylor Swift song. That was disappointing. Trying to find like a weird, like a weird quote that somebody said. Let's do it. You can do it. From the flight before Christmas, mm -hmm. 2008 like that i like i'm so hungry i would eat a cow from the littlest outlaw 1955 i'm so hungry i could eat a cow perhaps someone in the market will let us work out for work for our breakfast yeah bro pablito wait it's a movie from 1955 and it said yeah bro yeah it's yeah bro yeah bro like a burrow yeah and then like stage direction burrow no, like the, the, um, like the aminal, like, yeah. Like a large burrito. Uh, yeah, yes, you got it. There is only one holistic system of systems. <laughs> oh, I guess that's someone actually meet, meeting to quote network. I, I like this. I was like, that's well. Oh, nah, 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 nah. And then that's from Takeaway from 2003. Oh, nah, 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 you don't understand. I do understand after a hot, sweaty game of footy in the showers, but of a look bit of a horseplay. One thing leads to another, and don't worry, mate, I've been there. Well, gay. Okay. Yeah, very good. But I, like, just... Um, yeah? Stuff out of context, recontextualized. Yeah, it's just a little, a weird little, yeah, like, oh, a weird little thing to, you know, connect, connect some unconnected threads. Next spot that I'm going to share is called machine wisdom, machine learning. Machine. Where, where is what I could, where is what could I, I did not do, oh, wait. This one is at underscore machine wisdom, and it's just inspirational quotes written from a GPT-2. Um, you know that. And it's, there's a machinewisdom.com is another interface you can go to, kind of just like randomly generate some. It's just, it's just a one of those, you know, good old GPT-2 written things. Some, some wisdom for you. Success is the nature of being successful indeed. It is the nature of being unsuccessful. Hmm, really makes you think. Makes you think hell is not a good thing to do when you're not in love. Something that bad makes does makes hell is not a good thing to do when you're not in love. It would be fine if you were in love. He, yeah, that's what I was wondering. 
yeah, that, it's like if you are in love, then you could go through hell and it would be fine, but not, but like not if you're not, that would just suck. The world is full of people who can be transformational. It's like a family, you know? Like a big family or over here, you know? You know, everyone in your family can be transformational. Yeah. Just like that? Yeah. Oh, this is a Jaden Smith style quote. Oh. Books are like air, and if you... Oh. Read them carefully, they can breathe. Whoa, I like that each. Eve, ooh. Books. My mother was always a very, was always a very clear. Well, you know what? I'll read it like this. My mother was always a very clear and articulate, diligent. I got funds. I didn't read it all the way. My mother was always a very clear and articulate, diligent person, and she loved her husband. Good for her. Yeah, a good life sees to think via wise man. That's some Socrates, man. Who knows nothing, bitch. Oh, no, that was bullshit, not bitch. <laughs> Long bitch. Um, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, you're going to say soccer team. Soccer to he was a soccer team, he said. Soccer teen, he said. See you later, teen. Sex is not a luxury. It's an opportunity. Interesting perfectness of the mind is proof. That one does not know how he feels. Hmm, I don't really get it. This one's just like planting the seeds in the long run technology is. All right. Your friend. Oh, okay. Sure, it is. GPT-2. GPT that's the point of being an atheist. Anyway, you can't be a Christian anymore. I think that's a text from your mom. Christian. Actually. Yeah, it's like, it's Christian. Like, like Seinfeld. With being an atheist, you can't be a Christian, you can't. There must be, like, a, you know, Mormon sign filled or something where it's... Oh, entire morning Seinfeld. Like, observational, but all, like, yeah. I think if that was the case, I think it would be a crime to not call yourself Mormon Seinfeld. I think that's, like, that should be the law. Yeah. Oh, this one's got a creepy background image. Death has never been the cause of death. And artist must be able to achieve his illusions, and he has no condition more skills than God. This bot is, a uh, yeah, secretly very religious. But yeah, it is, it's, it's just a, you know, fun little generation of things. It's built by Jonathan, BGN, is there a way to pronounce that name? Because I don't know it. And is what the transcription went, went for? Yeah, but you can find that at machinewisdom.com, and then I've got... Stuff! One other... This is more kind of a visual Twitter bot. It's something that shares pictures, but it's it really caught my eye when I was scrolling down the bot wiki because it is at Old Roadside. It's Old Roadside Pictures, so it's kind of like mid-century photo, mid-20th century made any century mid-20s. Always mid-century, and they never specify which century they mean. That's true. Mid-century pictures of, like, roadside attractions all over the country. And it caught my eye because the one that the bot with you retweeted was a 1978 picture for Mari's Pier in Wildwood, New Jersey. Hmm. Not too far from our hometown, Mary's Pier. That's a different place. Mary's Beer? Mary's Pier. Mary is Beard. That's a beer. Perry is Beard. Yeah, so I'll send you this image so that you can look at it pretty. You can look at it as pretty. Wow is a ve really good but Fucked, yeah. Uh, are you, have you seen this, the Maurice Pier one, or do you need me to send it? Please send it. Where are you? I'm going to send it in the Google me because I have that up. First image, it's awful. I love this spot. Oh, I love this, but Subway Restaurant, Meridian, Idaho, 2004. Yeah, like the rest of the, like the images, they have just like a, a really kind, really a kind. It's like a lot of them have that kind of like eerie abandoned kind of feeling. Um, it's just those like, they give me the feeling. The reason I like it so much is because it gives me the same feeling as a lot of the book Weird NJ does, which is like a book of, you know, just weird stories from New Jersey. And it's a lot of, it's like ghost stories, but it also, it's a lot of like weird roadside attractions and weird stuff that like doesn't exist anymore. But everyone, everybody has stories about, yeah, there's, there's just some, some really odd things, but there's also just like, you know, pictures of like churches and, and architecture and stuff like that. Yeah. The subway. Have you seen this terrible gorilla? 
Is it near the subway? I I put it. I put it. It's the Maori spear. I send it in the Google Meet chat thing. I did. Not open it. Man doesn't exist anymore. Oh shit. Does he? I I've I haven't been to Wildwood that much, but I really hope this man is dead and gone. He's so slow. I didn't want to open it in Chrome in case I lost my video transcription. Ah. Oh man, I don't think he's still there. I would never remember it. He can't be. Yeah, he sucks so bad. He's just this big, like, big gorilla man that says Maury's Pier. Yeah, he's very, very banned from 1978. But yeah, that's that's at Old Roadside. Just, you know, another good follow. Something to add to your timeline. That's what Twitter bots are, really. It's it, it there. They just kind of, like, I follow a lot of Twitter bots. And so when, you know, when I scroll through Twitter, there's just a lot of, like, colorful stuff that I get to see a lot. It's a nice kind of, of spice to all the all of the noise. Wow. So the that Twitter butt takes photos from this Library of Congress. And hmm. <laughs> Archive called the John Markley's Roadside Attracted a Roadside America. Oh. Archive. It's got 11,700 color photos from between 1969 to 2008. Oh, my God. From an architectural critic and curator. That is very interesting. That's it. I I love this, but both because of the aesthetic, but also because of the way it's like repurposing a real, like a really yeah archive that people would not see. Yeah, yeah, and a platform. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. So that's a great follow. Well, every. Once in a while, something on this podcast makes me think that the internet was actually worthwhile. The internet was actually good. Right here, especially on Twitter, but it's it's there. Yeah, there's an instant follow from me. Yeah, so so these are some Twitter bots if you if you want to give them a follow and if you're looking for more Twitter bots, definitely take a look at the bot wiki. It's just a great resource for all those kinds of things. It collects them all in one place and I saw what I was looking through that in July, the bot wiki had their 5th birthday, which is awesome. So happy birthday last month to you guys. Good stuff. Great resource. Yeah, I assume that everyone who works at the bot wiki just turned five years old is what that means. So happy birthday to all you guys. That's impressive doing everything. Yeah. They do and being that young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it really makes you, you know, feel like you've done nothing in your life when you hear about. Really makes you think. Five-year-olds doing all that work. Yeah, that's my back corner this week. It's over. It's done. Great. Thank you. Go home. I think this week's toy is going to be a lot of fun now because we're we almost forgot that there's these live transcriptions of everything we're doing. But I ask that both of us keep an eye on that because I I hope oh things get really out of hand while yeah while we I the live transcripts. And we're playing a new game that we've definitely done kind of versions and variations on something like this before. And this is my latest twist on a favorite computational creativity game of ours. The original game was called Clams Geese. That game, not so much a game at all. You know, Allison would go to randomlist.com, get two random foods, and then just repeatedly ask each other what's for dinner and then read those two foods. Sometimes on rare occasion, that would be funny with something like Clams Geese as the response. Clams Geese. Right now, I see two foods, and they answered me, what's for dinner? Kiwi red chili powder. Okay, that's probably, like, somebody must eat that. Yeah, people put, like, chili powder on, like, mangoes, so... Yeah, probably would be pretty good. Yeah, so this week, I invented a new twist on clams geese, and I like to call it Clam That Geese. Clam That. It's like a Name That Tune style song. Yes, that would be the television version where the whole crowd yells, Clam that geese. I didn't call them that. This is the Name That Tune version where we will be bidding how many clams we need to make a recipe. To make a geese? To make a geese. Yeah. So I have randomless.com up and I have a site called whatsfordinner.net. This is clearly early 2000s website that's just a big archive of recipes and it has a random button so you can get a random meal out of it. 
I'll hit the random meal button and Allison and I will bid how many ingredients from random list comes ingredients or food list. We will need to make that dish. One might imagine that for like us, really complex dish, you might want a lot of ingredients just to hope that there's something in there you can work with. Or for something really specific, like if the meal is, I don't know, corn on the cob, you might want like 12 chances to get corn. Again. But yeah, your bidding strategy is up to you. You don't have to use everything in your basket. You might get lucky and you're asked to make spaghetti and meatballs and one of your foods is spaghetti and meatballs. And then yeah, if you're the one that's making the food, the other person judges whether or not you succeeded in making that recipe. And of course, keep an eye on the live. Okay. Transcripts because they should be... Keep an eye on the prize, which is... Funny. (laughs) The left transcripts. Your first recipe is holiday potato salad and brats. Okay, do I get to, uh, I, I don't know, to get, I don't get to, I'm just interpreting. I'm interpreting this based off the name, right? So holiday potato salad is whatever I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted it to be. Okay. Exactly, yeah. And you can, you'll explain to us why it's a holiday potato salad. It's holiday. But it's up to you. Yeah, 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 okay, you know, I'll start off. I'll start off at nine. Strong bid. I think I can do it in eight. I kind of want this one. For some reason, I like the idea of holiday potato salad, so I might fit seven. I'm gonna be seven. All right, climb that geese. I'm gonna climb that geese. Sorry, give me my basket. Your mystery basket ingredients are, let me put this in chat. Yeah. Your ingredients are vermouth flour chili powder. Five spice powder, turtle, jack cheese, and honey. Oh, fuck. Okay. Jack cheese is not a person, by the way. Hey, it's me, Jack Cheese. Um, that, Should I do a different character for Jack Cheese? Hey, it's me, Jack Cheese. <laughs> um, 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 that's his, uh, that's his, um, don't even know what that is. His chef persona is Chef Sona? Actually, that's bad. I forgot Jack's a bad stuff about... Man. Food, just in general. Oh, yeah. Brought holiday brats for... He doesn't need to ship, Sona. Him is just people, right? Yeah, this is actually my favorite. It's like tofu hot dogs. Holiday recipe, yeah. Who this sucks? Okay. <laughs> Vermouth? Flour? Chili powder? Who this sucks, question mark? Spices this suck, so... New phone, who this sucks? Oh my god. The most, like, substantial thing I have is turtle. Everything else is, like, dressing. Is someone making a turtle's... uh, A turtle brats? I'm definitely... I know. I have to make turtle brats, which... Which, that is what it is. I'm honestly more worried about the potato salad. Um, god, do I need to make some kind of, like, flour potatoes? Like, do you know what I... Like, I do? Like, do I? Like, just, like, just, like, dough, like, just flour? Have to, like, yeah. And water into a simple dough, and that's a potato now? I think that's a potato now. I think that's the legal definition of potato now. Potato now? Yeah, okay. I'm making some weird flour-formulated pan. Sorry, nothing potatoes. And I'm going to think, and I'm going to, I think, throw everything else in there except for the vermouth, but maybe I am. That'll just be for you on the side. Exactly. Should I like what happened? Like, what should vermouth and honey taste like together? Feel like you could almost make, like... Quite honestly. A mold wine situation. Yeah, a mold wine. Mold wine. Um, now I'm thinking that the jack cheese is actually kind of the gross part that doesn't really fit. I might make a vermouth and... Well, potato salad isn't just potatoes, right? No, but I really don't know if I want cheese in there. I don't think cheese is going to go well, and I don't have anything else to work with. Maybe there'll be some turtle in there, too. It's just going to be honey? Like, what's the... It might just be potatoes. What's the thing here that's not a potato in here? Like, the everything else in there is going to be like a dressing. That's honey and vermouth, and then the it's five spice. I don't... I, I think that's my only option. All right, I'll just about accept it. If you can tell me what makes this holiday potato salad. 
um, it's that kind of thing that you only make once a year, like a fruitcake, and you know, it's just a family tradition, and nobody actually likes it or eats it, but everybody feels incomplete if it's not at the family holiday. Alright, yeah, I can buy it, and it's like, after you bought a bunch of flour for, like, Christmas cookies or whatever. Yeah. You're just trying to get rid of the rest of your flour. Flour, which famously goes bad, really. And that and all the turtle that you bought, yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah, all that turtle you bought for the, you know, for the seven fishes meal. And my family, we do the seven. And for a stocking. (laughs) Fishes, but all seven fishes are turtles. Summers, the seven amphibians. It's just, it's just weird. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Summers of seven. I thought this is Summer of Seven Infinity. It's be a good like BR movie. Now it does. An infinity. BR. BR movie. Public relations. Yep, that's my terrible holiday potato salad and turtle brats. All right, yeah, hate it, but I think you... Yeah. But I think you succeeded in the challenge. (laughs) Thank you. Um, all right, are you ready for your recipe? I think you got a little bit more of... uh, Please. A softball here, but maybe not actually, I don't want to curse you, um, minestrone soup with cheese bread. All right, all right. I feel like I can do that in eight ingredients. I'm gonna, if it's eight, you clan that geese. All right, you want me to clamp them up? (laughs) Yeah, if you got them. I do. My eight ingredients are cabbage apples, cauliflower, veal, veal poppy. Oh. Seeds, cumin, sage, and crayfish. Okay. Just throwing all that in a pot and hoping for the best, honestly, easy. The tough part, you know, is what will keep the apples out of there. Okay. Just cabbage, cauliflowers, and spice. I think that would, like, you know, it's maybe cumin and sage aren't the perfect spices for this. Yeah, and you gotta, and, yeah, and you just, not bad, I think. But. I think sage works great. I thought the opposite. I thought Truman would be fine. Really? And Sage would be a little bit of a problem. I think they might be good together. So, you know what? And I think... Treatment might be a little bit of a problem. Truman, yeah. You can't get Truman in there because treatment is also a problem. Yeah, yeah, it is in this country. Yeah, Minister and Soup is just not cutting it as a healthcare solution. Minister and Scoop. Soup. A minister of soup is not doing a good job. No. I know I think cabbage is perfect for a soup. Yeah. So I'm really happy with that. The problem here is going to be the... Cheese bread. Cheese bread. Yeah. Because I don't have anything that's cheese or bread. No. So I'm stuck now thinking, what is more bread, crayfish or veal? See, I... Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's a... That's the question. My thought is crayfish, at least, seafood is like a little less, I don't know, meaty than meat. Yeah. So I feel like if I fried up the crayfish and like cut them into like indistinct, so crayfish are tiny lobsters, right? Yeah, like incredibly tiny and... Yeah, so I feel like if I just took... Extremely. Like the the tails or whatever and like cut it into a more fish shape and fried it up. Yes. You could kind of convince someone that that's a toast point or like it's a toast point plus. Yeah, that's, there's something a little bit wicked about it, but you could convince someone it's a toast point if you had to. Yeah, especially when I put poppy seeds on it and say it's a mini bagel sampler. And then, yes, so the, that's easy enough. We've got our bread and cheese. Okay. That's actually why I kept the apples out of the soup. Okay. Because I think like just the right kind of applesauce or like apple puree where it's a little bit pasty, but like not like there's not quite enough water in this situation. Okay. It wouldn't be a cheese, but if you called it vegan cheese, people would be like, I see what they were going for. It's not good, but... So there's something a little bit sinister about this to me and that your your cheese bread is kind of as the same concept of like one of those things where you like make a cupcake that looks like mashed potatoes. It's like you are rather than trying to be like, make it taste like it, you're trying to make it 
like be able to fool someone that it could be cheese on a toast point. Yeah, this is the opposite of the cutting into like a raw piece of chicken and it's actually cake. This is giving you a raw piece of yeah chicken and trying to con trying very hard to convince you that it is cake. This is cake. This is this little lobster. I promise it's toast. It tastes funny. It's you know old old recipe double. You taste funny. Boil. It's bagel, right? Okay. Hi, Jack. Hey, how you doing? I mean, I've been better. Oh, what's wrong? What's up? Tell tell me, your old friend Jack. Oh. About it? You can tell me anything, you know. This was just, I didn't expect you to be here today. We were just talking about food. I mean... People food now, I don't mean... Yeah, I love people food. That's my, you know, it's kind of my whole thing, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Oh, that's very good, because I don't really love to explain it, so I like when I'm already on, you know, that somebody's already on my... The old through hot dogs, the old... Level. Oh, the old hope. Holiday potato salad. I know what you're talking Higher potato salad. All right, I'm going to pass the mic back to Alice, and it's weird that I, I didn't mean to pick it, just pick it up like that and take it away, but I'm going to put it back down in the desk. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, that was, yeah, he kind of just came right in here, but yeah, anyway. It's sad that he calls you Alice now. It's sad that he calls me Alice now. Wait, I mean, I'm sorry, wait. Why do you think it's sad? That's like his fun little nickname for me. I thought he just, you know, forgot your name or didn't know your name. No, no, he knows my name. That's like an intentional nickname. He calls me that every time he addresses me. I mean, he's a people person. Yeah, person. He's a people person. People here. He's a one-eyed, one-horned. Yeah, that's... Anyway, do you, do you accept my sinister? I, you know, like, I think that the soup really works out, so I do accept your, I accept your proposal. My pride catfish with poppy seeds and apples that I'm trying to tell. Right. You is cheesy bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that I'm, I'm willing to overlook that little, little hiccup for your very decent soup situation. I think you got Delta good hand for a soup. Bad hand for bread. Yeah. I couldn't have gotten a better soup option there. Yeah. All right. All right. The next recipe. What's for dinner? Let's for dinner. Oh, very potato heavy for you. Hello, Maximilian. This is hash brown casserole. Okay, I don't even know what goes in a hash brown casserole. I guess that's the game. Yeah, um, I feel like a casserole might be better with like, it's the kind of thing you can throw a bunch of stuff in. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for a little bit higher and then I'm gonna start off at 10. All right, all right. I think I do agree it like the casserole's good because like, you can kind of get away with just dumping your basket in there. If you can get one thing to be a hash. Yeah. Brown. So I think I can throw it in. Yeah. Nine. Okay. You know, clam it. I don't want to go for eight. Man, I thought I could be in to take any. I didn't want that one. Clam it, buster. All right. Well, I see problems already. I haven't even read them out all yet. My ingredients are... Sherry, sugar, caviar, cornmeal, cappuccino, latte, <laughs> red pepper, flakes, breadcrumbs, coriander, and artificial sweetener. Had hand, bad hand. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. <laughs> There's one thing. I have both sugar and artificial sweetener. Yeah, that sucks, actually. Yeah. I have two beverages. This sucks for you. All right. Well, you know what they say. When life gives you seafood, convinced people that it's actually carbs. Interesting. Interesting that, that you are doing that. I think you have some other options at, at your disposal, but... No, so I... I Yeah, obviously I'm gonna... That's fine. Combine the caviar, cornmeal, and breadcrumbs together with my idea to try... Okay, okay. To get something with some, like, substance... Like, I think you could make little corn caviar fritters and then make them a little bit crunchy with breadcrumbs. Okay. And those could be, like, your main, like, potatoes for hash browns. So it's, it's, it's too convoluted to make this. 
but I'm actually going to make these feel like actual fritters of like caviar and cornmeal with breadcrumb coating, breading, I guess, fry it up and then. Okay. Shop that up so it's like strips, so it's more hash brown-esque. Okay, that is, yep, that's a lot of steps. It's a lot of work to get here, and yeah, like literally the only other thing I could even include here, I guess the coriander and the red pepper flakes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not letting the sherry, the cappuccino, the sugar, or the sweetener get involved. I don't think they help me. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that's... What? A little sugar in the cappuccino and just drink that. Ah, fuck it. How about some sherry in that? I'll put some sherry in their casserole. Okay, yo, you're putting the shit. I feel like scary and caviar. Just like, I don't know if the flavors go great. But like, they both have like that, you know, sophisticated. Yeah. Thing sherry goes with other seafood. It's like it's like an old duchess's casserole. Yeah, this I I call this the old duchess home fry or hash brown casserole. Oh, not just home fry. Oh, not just right. Oh, not right. Oh no, not right. Oh, very good. Okay, yeah, I know that definitely too. And your socks. That meal sucks. Um, I might I might hang your socks. And your socks. <laughs> I might have to fail this one. I think it would be, and I just, a nightmare on a fork in a pan. Yeah, both of you to think that I would eat this with a fork. I'm just eating it straight out of the pan with my hand. Very gross, just one hand. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's. Random recipe. Okay, one skillet, chili mac. Okay, interesting. I like that. It's telling you how to prepare it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting caught like the last round. I'm going 12. I'll go, I'll go 10. I mean it. I'm taking a break. No matter what number he said I was saying, name it. Oh, get yourself ready. Sit yourself down. I'm sitting. I do stand usually when I record this podcast, so thanks for letting me know. I understand this podcast, actually. I do stand to this podcast, too. I understand this. I, I understand, actually. You know, I actually understand this podcast. I've never understood my life. <laughs> Your ingredients are walnuts, marmalade, mandarin oranges, capers, chocolate, poppy seed, sausages, cappuccino, latte Kahlua, and almond taste. Right, not bad collection of stuff. You got, like, option to make. Together, but for... Yeah, you got, like, a great, like, breakfast parfait selection. Oh, God, okay. At least you can enjoy a Kahlua latte. I... While you fight through the... Yeah, entirely. This. Um... I thought in in human world, you said, yeah, finally. Finally I am, yeah. Okay, this is, this is rough. Um... Where are those sausages two rounds? I... Uh... A go or however many you had brought. Honestly, the sausages are the best thing to ever happen to me, I think. My only real option here is to make it a chill a chili. Now, it said chili mac, right? Yes, there is macaroni. It didn't say macaroni and didn't say mac and cheese. It just said chili mac. That's true. We don't really know what chili mac is. Um, Cafe loved it. Actually, okay, hang on. Give me a second. I'm, I'm working on something here. Yeah. Um. Good old Mac on the way. Chili Mac. It's in chocolate. Yeah, no, it that Mac actually stands for marmalade, almond paste, and and capers. Oh. Um, I had a choice to make and I made it. Yeah, so Mac Mac stands for marmalade, almond paste, and capers. That's a kind of, it's a, an old family recipe. Hey, it's me, Jack, again, I guess. Capers means the shenanigans you get up to, right? Yeah, of course, but I'm also a big fan of those little buds, whatever they are. I don't know if you're talking about eating people. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, so yeah, I figured I would take this one. Um, Actually, Jack did not figure he would take this one. I can't wrap my head around doing that and this at the same time. Um, Yeah, so it's it's a chili that is, ma- that is a via made off of a base of marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> cappuccino latte um, off a, a base of marmalade, almond paste, and capers. And so it's like chili olive mac. We've never played chili olive mac. Yeah. Um. So I'm um I'm gonna throw also throw yeah chili olive mac jelly olive mac yeah i'm gonna throw the walnuts in there as well honestly the mandarin oranges probably belong in there with the marmalade too after this do you want to play a and quick round of chili olive mac it's a fmk for food absolutely yeah i yeah i I don't i i don't know if the sausage is even actually usable here i think it might just be a weird little parfait but it is made in one skillet so it is heated Maybe that's why we didn't play. Uh, hot marmalade. Normally, and that I think I... Well, it turned hot marmalade into normally. I, I really don't think I'm going to go too much farther in that, but there will be a Kahlua latte on the side. All right. So it's a weird hot marmalade caper almond. Soup. Soup. That's correct. But you get a nice cocktail to suck it down with. That's correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah, passed. You passed. That's fine. Wow. Okay. I, oh yeah, I, I like an acronym above all else, and I second above all else. Yeah. I like a nice cocktail, so perfect. Well, did it okay. My producer's telling me that this is a mixed drink of cocktail is multiple alcohols mixed together. Who's your producer? That's Jack. He's over years, too. We live next to each other. Actually, he just runs back and forth between the houses. We, yeah, we live in neighboring houses, and Jack lives in a secret tunnel between the two. Yeah, he lives in our, our secret attic tunnel. I got another potato one. I'm hitting random again. Oh, this sounds fun. Your recipe is a tropical tuna melt. Oh, fuck that deeply. Um. Wow, what a phrase. Um, I, I, I'm going to start out at 12. Oh, yeah? I'll try 11. Clement. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd let me get away with 11 there. I, I'm feeling good about this one, but let's see. Don't want anything to do with tropical. Um, feeling I'm feeling all right as I look at what I got here. My ingredients are green onions. Wow. Summer squash clams shiitakes. All spice curry powder, hazelnut, scallop jack, cheese, parmesan, and thyme. All uh, right. Uh, wow. So it's a tuna. It's a tropical tuna melt. So let's... Partion, partion things off here. Let's, is that a thing? I don't know. Let's proportion things off. Christian. Let's partition things off. Let's Christian things off. <laughs> I don't please. I don't please. Yeah. So I want like a base. I don't, I do not please. I want like a base that like the bread. Yeah. I, I want a tuna, like a tuna salad or just a tuna section. I want a cheese or a melt section. And yeah, I want a tropical section. So let's start with the hardest bit. I think the hardest thing. The bread. Oh. I think there, I think the tropical, you know, that we'll get into the tropical. Let's, let's focus on the bread here. Okay. There's nothing to like melt a tuna melt on. I think my best bet here is I wish shiitakes were like, I wish I had yep, bigger mushroom. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. I think that's a great shout, though. I Yeah, I wish they were bigger, but I guess we're making like a cute... They're like... Little appetizer. Yeah, like a bunch of little shiitakes. <laughs> Guys, canapes. Yep, yeah. Yeah, takis. It's spelled that interestingly. Yeah, takis. What did it... Takis, that's what I call them. Shiitake. Talkies. It, oh, it did put some weird stuff in there. I don't know before. It did put an extra T in yours, didn't it? We'll see. It? So I was, so it was like shit take? Shit take. It's like a piss take, but even. Yeah, but worse. Worse. All right. So yeah, I'll put talkies down as my bread. (laughs) We don't have tuna, but we have clams and scallops, which, like, honestly, yeah, better than tuna. Yeah. So I'll shell those, kind of combine them up with, with nothing, I guess, combine them with each other. Yeah. I don't have, like, a mayo or something to, to bind them. You know what? Yeah, I do. A squash. Just a little bit. It's a summer Just squash, a though. Bit. Can you really? Can you really blame them? What is summer squash? I'm thinking of butternut squash. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I just did. 
Did you mute? <laughs> a little bit. I, um, I... As a treat. Just, like, absentmindedly thinking, like, man, I wish my computer was not, like, the fan wasn't so loud, and I just automatically went to the volume button and turned it to mute so I couldn't hear you anymore and could hear the fan even better. Nice. I think it somehow also muted your microphone because I could see your transcriptions coming in, but I could not hear you anymore. Weird. Charge is reading along and like, yep, that's what Allison would have said right now. If she were here right now. And yeah, it would have been really creepy to me if you said like, yeah, I accidentally disconnected from the call, but the transcriptions were just like keeping your side of it going. Very weird. Yeah, no, so I'm going to use the squash. I'll squash it up some, try to, like, bind the clams and scallops as, like, a tuna salad, the jack cheese, and... I can see that. Parmesan cheese. Excellent, perfect. <laughs> Couldn't have done it better myself. <laughs> They'll be the melt. Mm-hmm. The tropical part is where things get interesting. Hazelnut's surprisingly decent for this. Okay. I feel like in a tropical granola... You'll see a macadamia all the time, but you'll see a hazelnut now and then, and you will see a hazelnut. Okay, I believe you. Chop them up. Okay, I believe you. I was hoping that it would do something fun, but also when that would do something, you didn't even say anything. Oh, you are. Yeah, you also did. He'd do something fruity. He'd do something for me. There we go. He would. That guy. He'd do something for me. I, I think if you chop up like little strips of summer squash with hazelnut, it'll at least have like a tropical color. The hazelnut will kind okay. of like hint to you that there's something tropical about it. Again, a visual ruse is your method. Of course. I think they say most of yeah. our taste is actually the sense of smell. I think it's actually mostly the sense of vision. Sets of sights. Yeah. Okay. It's a set of, I thought it's a set of rights. Instead of rights, I love those, Constitution. Acting is your set of rights instead of right. Acing? He sings, here's right. He sings, here's right. If you're right. And yeah, I think maybe a little bit of curry, a little bit of curry powder, and allspice just kind of together on there. Yeah, I can see that. The flavor makes no sense, but you're kind of like, I don't know. I guess that's what tropical tastes are like. So can I say my roommate Sarah, her yeah family, when they make chicken salad, they put curry powder in it and I... Ah, uh, yeah, just put it in there. And I don't know if this helps you at all. I know this makes you feel better or something, but that that's I just wanted to put that knowledge out there. Yeah, I've had like a chicken salad or probably not a tuna salad. I've had a chicken salad with like curry powder with like a turmeric. Yeah, not tuna salad, but yeah. And probably not a tuna salad. Yeah, you definitely, uh, yeah, you, I feel like you passed that one. You definitely have, have had that too, too. Wood. Salad, I know it. I was there. I made that for you. No, I think you passed with flying colors on this one. With flying. Literal colors. Deceptive colors. All right, excellent. Okay, you have got spicy beef and peppers. That's really open-ended. Yeah, I feel like if you get beef there, you're pretty much in the clear. You got beef. Yeah, yeah. That's like, where's the... Yeah, tell your boyfriend if he got me. Beef you've got mail? They they keep in the clear. (laughs) Beefy's got mail. He's got... Beefy's got mail. (laughs) He's got mail. Oh, (laughs) he does got mail. He do be getting letters, though. Um, all right. If he's got mail, I... Okay, think I need, we haven't had beef come up yet, so I'm a little nervous. Oh, you should be, hey, it's me, Jack. I want 12 ingredients. Okay, I'll try. Okay, just keep sliding in and out. I'll say a look. I'll say, I'll say 10. Hey, it's me, Jack. Oh, all right. I'll tell either, either one of you to name it. Okay. It's Jack. Take it off. 10. Or you taking it on 11. I mean, Jack outbid me with a 10, so he's going to clam neck east, I think. He's, he's going to clam neck east, I guess. All right, and that will dent clam neck east. I am neck east. Isn't that a bridge in New York? Right, I am neck east. Your ingredients are lemongrass, lemon corn flour, hot sauce, red snapper, almond poppy seeds, tea, and thyme. Okay, tea time. I love, I love something that ends in tea time. Yeah. Yeah, so spicy beef and peppers, what do we do about that? 
It looks like you've got the spicy, but that's about it. Yeah, so red snapper is the closest thing to meat that we've got here, and... Now, as long as you're in the kitchen... I know. Jack, there is always some meat. Yeah, there's always some meat nearby, you know, if you know where to get it. Actually, using Google Meat this episode. And Google Me, that is. Yes, and it correctly meet. And Google Me, should I Google you check? Please Google me. I have great Google results. You know how that... Is that like a Donald Trump impression? Yeah, did you like it? I've been working on it. I thought, you know, I'm not great at impressions, but... Keep your day job. Actually, please quit your day job and do this full-time instead. That, that's funny. Maybe you should keep your day job. Thanks, Jack. I don't know. No, I don't know for that. Yeah, so the red snapper is probably, that's going to be the beef here. You know, that just going to spice it up with hot sauce. That's, that's that. But then the peppers is the problem. I don't really have anything close to pepper. The closest thing I think is lettuce. I was looking at almonds. Almonds are also, yeah, you know, I guess what are almonds but tiny little peppers, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I just gotta go simple on that one. Just almonds, really. You know, let the red snapper speak for itself. Under that. Let there be peace of the red snapper come out. Yeah, let there be. Let there be peace. Yeah, that's that's my that. That my that. My entry here. That's it. So it's just red snapper with some hot sauce and almonds. I mean, if I've learned anything in my line of work, it's that you really can. Let the man, <laughs> let the meat speak for itself. What's the difference? Um, <laughs> interesting. I'm not going to give you a passing grade on that one, mostly for your take-home message at the end, but also because there were, there was no beef or pepper in there. You know, not everybody's gonna respect your grind. Yeah, not everyone. Some people are. Or you're. Gonna respect your grind. Some people are gonna have beef, and that's why they call it ground beef. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, yep. That was better than what I was gonna say. That was a good joke. You should keep your day job. This is your day job, right? Yeah, podcasting is my day job. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Thank you, Jack, for your very bad entry. Yeah, please go away now. Go, I mean, where do you want me to go? Hey, anywhere, but not here. That's rude. I'm gonna stay right here. Anywhere, but not here. Okay, who's... Please stay here. Oh. <laughs> I'm the random button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the random button. I got a few that I thought were going to say to me, to the last ones. What even is this? This is what we're gonna make, but... I, okay, I understand what it's meant to be. Your in your recipe is Pitaritos. Oh no, Doritos, it got it, right? Yeah, Doritos. Either, yes, this is a 2020 presidential candidate. I have. Candidate Pitaritos. I still, <laughs> still have Macritella up for the recipe in a tab. Peter's Mayor Pete. Inventor of Doritos, Pitaritos. Um, Peter Ritos, you know, the thing is, I feel like this is really open-ended and it could, but I want to get a bit high because I don't feel, I'll go, I'll go 10. Then climb that geese. Oh. Ain't no peed in this list. Climb that. Your ingredients are, we're seeing some repeat offenders in here now. <laughs> Pete offenders. I think that is actually the joke I made. <laughs> it's very good. Your ingredients are blue cheese, almond paste, strawberries, grapefruit, mm. ale, fennel, lemongrass, hamburger, curry paste, and kidney beans. Okay, now. I will generously let you accept hamburger not just being beef patties or ground meat, but being just straight up Big Macs. Hamburg, then this actually solves a huge problem of mine. I'm taking those buns, rolling them out, frying them up. That's what you call a pita. That, this sounded basically like a pickup line. That's, that's, that's a pita. When the moon hits your eye. Like a, mmm, yeah. Rolled out Big Mac guy. Like, yeah, um, okay, Peter Rita. What is Rita? Oh. Yeah, so I'm looking at the. What am I? Picture. 
I got that it was meant to be a burrito. Maybe, what am I? Who existential? What am I? Okay, so I am, yeah. You know, this is just a situation in which where I have to call a rolled out hamburger bun a pita, but inside I'm going to put, hmm, kidney beans. That's a burrito. Put rolled out hamburger meat. I, you know what? I am probably going to chop up the hamburger itself and throw it in there. So yeah, kidney beans hamburger. Makes sense. Blue cheese. Yeah, I feel like that wouldn't be the worst. Yeah, I eat something. Curry paste. I don't know about the curry paste. Lemongrass might actually, might be nice actually, like, you know. Squeeze a grapefruit. Yeah, no, I don't know about the grapefruit lemongrass. I could, I could deal with that. I feel like it would be a nice touch. I'm kind of like, you know, a sprinkle of lime, but also a bit of green. With, yeah, I was thinking that the lemongrass and grapefruit was like a lime and cilantro situation. Um, yeah, the grapefruit. I don't know about the grapefruit. I feel like that's, I feel like that's a different kind of flavor profile that I don't want to mix in here. The one thing I'm wondering about, which I think I'm going to stop wondering about it right now because I don't think I want to use it, but I felt like I should use the ale somehow, but I actually don't think it's, yeah, I... I was looking at the ale. I don't know if there's any way to fit it in. I feel like, I feel like what I have right now is actually pretty inoffensive and I don't know if I... Yeah, just rolled out Big Mac with... Should mess with it. Some beans. It's pretty inexpensive. It's pretty inexpensive. I'll give you that. Is he... Um, yeah. Oh, it's too is. Is he? Um, yeah, um... I think if God is gay... Is he? Yeah, um, yeah. That's 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 my Peterito. All right. Peter... Oh, wow. That's well worth spelling. It could have given. <laughs> you don't you don't read. <laughs> P- Peter reader. <laughs> oh, Peter reader. That has the same en- energy as graffiti Peter, which is one of my favorite things I ever it took. Peter reader. So much better than Peter Rito. Yeah, Peter Reader. Okay, yeah. Why don't you that was that was you started, right? Like you gave the recipe to start, right? Yes, so you want to do last? Why don't I'll do the last one and this will be it. Um, we've got, this is interesting. You can veto this because it's a little, it's it involves potatoes. Peter, yeah. But there's going to be a lot going on and I just want to read it out. Crispy broiled fish filet with hot pepper potatoes. I feel like that's all of the recipes I've made so far. Do you want to do another one? Yeah, let's try a different one. Um, how about oven hash? I also feel like almost anything so far could have been called up and hash. I will. (laughs) I'll have to do oven hash. Okay. I'll say I'll do oven hash with 12 ingredients and I'll use every single one. Oh, go for it. Clam that fucking geese, bro. Clam that fucking geese deep. Geese deep. (laughs) All right. My ingredients are, you're going to need to help me out with this one. Salicin? Oh, wait, that just says Saison. (laughs) Salison? Can you spell this one for me? Salison? (laughs) Okay, is that, we've had this situation before, I think. You want to Google that while I'm reading the rest? Saison, romaine, lettuce, sweet peppers, thyme, pork, ginger ale, cantaloupe, Asiago, cheese, breadcrumbs, sunflower seeds, Worcestershire sauce, and berries. (laughs) Saison is, I believe, Latin seasoning that in- t- includes typically includes cilantro, cumin, ground, and nato, and oregano. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. All right. I'm going to marinate marinate this pork I'm gonna in. I'm going to marinate oh. this pork in. <laughs> I'm going to marinate this pork in. Oh, <laughs> soak it in ginger. Ale the tender eyes. It. All right. Then I'll season it with some saison. Yeah, it stays on. <laughs> Actually, yeah, just the seasonal. Yeah, it's on. It's what? <laughs> it's it stays on. Is what I said it for. Season stays on. It's the is yeah. the yeah. season. Um yeah, so that's all I'll do with the pork. I'll I am doing a lot of fried things here. I like pan fry the pork like that. Then I'm going to get out my casserole dish. I'm going to chop up the pork. I'm going to do a letter A letter and a layer of romaine lettuce. And I'll put sweet peppers on, so bottom layer. Romaine, then pork. 
and sweet potato, sweet peppers and thyme and cantaloupe, a cantaloupe, a sweet potato, a sweet peppers kind of chopped. So you can't even tell which is which in this situation. Okay, perception. Yes, gotta get that in there. Yeah, exactly. Need my deception step. And then the top, I'm gonna do a layer of Asiago cheese and breadcrumbs with sunflower seeds and berries. So it's kind of like all colorful and texture on top and Worcestershire. What should Worcestershire sauce all over it? Yeah, so the top is almost like a breakfast e granola e situation, but okay, okay. Then Dalston worked this year. Yeah, and then yeah, just bake the whole casserole dish. I hope you know everything soaks down and doesn't completely make my lettuce disgusting. Let us on the bottom. I mean, you can't really have much hope, right? Like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that with the lettuce. I'm gonna put it. I'm not gonna put it in the pan at all. Okay. All. I didn't know how to use it, but I but now I do. Let us not in the pan. Okay. Everything else, as I said, goes in the oven. And this is like this isn't mmm. Like, you know, this isn't called harvest basket pork, right? It's not that the pork is the main ingredient. This is oven ash. Right. This is just <laughs> throw everything in the Yeah oven and make a hash out of it so when it comes out you're just yes yeah going in there with like your that like flat scoop you would use to serve brownies Uh uh-huh just cut it in there get whatever you can and you're putting it inside a lettuce leaf and eating it as a lettuce roll honestly that like somehow that that putting it in the lettuce really must like anything else that's going on there that's a little too much i feel like the lettuce is gonna be like little like refreshing reprieve that like coats that coats it all and like tells you it's okay i feel like between the peppers peppers cantaloupe berry is and lettuce yeah there's like enough freshness in there that there's nothing so bad that it's gonna like bring yeah this is yeah honestly great definitely maybe one that has come out of it Yeah, yeah, and used all 12 rests. Four. Ingredients. That was definitely a feat. That was and a feast. And a feast, yeah. It was a feist. One, two, three, four, make yourself some soup du jour. (laughs) Very good. Yeah, that was great. Well done. Thank you. Actually, well. Actually, what you meant well. Actually, not well done. Actually, in that well. Actually, in the child didn't fall down that one. He fell down that well. Yeah, that was a good game. GG. It just a good game. Claim that geese as, yeah, definitely has some spots to hop up in the future. Yeah. And yeah, it just reminds us that we can always iterate on Clam's geese. There's always a way to play. He claims peace is perpetual. They're like, like, claims cases. So special to CJ. He cleans pieces perpetual. Cool. Um, God is so special. God so special. So national to CJ. So CJ. Um, um, yeah, Clams Geese is so like, it's so proto-robots on typewriters kind of thing where it was just us sitting on the couch doing something randomized and laughing ourselves, silly. So I love when it gets to the actual podcast. Yeah, Klamsky, Spotnik, and Janelle Shane are like the the three, the holy trinity of this. Yeah. I guess. The three men I admire most. Janelle Shane, Jamie Brew, and Crayfish Disguised as Toast. Very good, very good. Yeah, so nice and nice and nice. So nice and nice. All right, nice. All right, nice. Uh, let's say nice a few more times. Yeah, so that was Clam Neck Geese. If you would like to get into con... Clear. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to get into a con, if you... Is right. Hey, man, my business is clean as hell. That is to say, as clean as hell is that that this clean is by businesses and hell is pretty clean. Yeah, we got the jack. Have you ever been? Have you ever been to hell? No. Is that it? I thought it was a rhetorical and now I'm fearing that it's an invite. No, that's, I mean, I don't think it's, it's not an invite yet. You know, I only take really, I only really take my close friends. All right. Well, glad I cannot consider you a close friend. Cannot and will not. 
Really? That was gonna bake you into wanting to be my close friend anyway. Wait, is the transcript or something? I don't- you were gonna bake me? Oh, no, don't worry about it. I almost started to do the outro as Jack. Jack, you can do the outer this week if you won't- won't- thank you. Thank you. That's such an honor. Yeah, if you would like to get into contact with them, not me, I'm not very easily contactable, you can send them an email. That's robots at thatcamp.org. You can also, you can also tweet them at robot typewriter. And they have a theme song, and it's, it's called Video Challenge, and it's by Onoma uh, Touchy. And oh. Oh, on a month, she. Like it, you did. I just deleted that. Like it. Like it, you did. I just deleted that. And if you're wondering what's for dinner tonight, might I suggest pineapples bourbon. Pineapples bourbon sounds like an awesome dessert that I would very much enjoy. And I would very much hate, and then I would be fine with, but I have a couple of notes. Oh, and that I would be fine with, but I have a couple of notes. Thanks, Jack. You're welcome, bud. VPNX, bud. VPNX, boot, bud. VPNX wired. The NX boot, bud.